Crofty and Grado hear the stories behind some of Glasgow's best-loved restaurants. One day, Sean Connery and Billy Connolly were sitting down there together having a meal. I've got the pictures to prove all that. And Billy, you know what he's like, you know? You know the difference between you two? You're both 007 far as I'm concerned. He's licensed to kill and you're licensed to sell curries, you know? <laughs> Crofty samples the vegan options. There's like a party in my mouth, but the guy's got a blowtorch in it. And Grado samples everything else. That's the best thing I've tried yet. That is amazing. Before the ultimate test, the Dougie bag. Oh, man, that's good. <laughs> Episode 2 at Murphy's Pakoda Bar is available now. Search for Rate the Plates wherever you get your podcasts with Glasgow Taxis. Become your own boss and become part of their team now. The Go Radio Football Show. Subscribe to the Go Radio YouTube channel for our latest videos. Let's go! Good evening, I'm Paul Cooney and with me is Craig Moore, the Rangers legend. Craig, great to have you back after a few weeks. Yeah, not great to be back a few weeks, but it's going very, very quickly. Pre-season, the games are flying in quickly as well, Paul. And you're going to be in the continent this weekend. 40 degrees it could be in Madrid. Oh, yeah, for my ginger skin, not yeah, great. Not... Uh, but showcase, we've got a showcase for a week in Madrid, uh, like you say, so really looking forward to that. It's keeping me busy. The off-season has been very, very busy, but really enjoyable. The big two have been in action since we were on yes. last night. Celtic only a few hours ago yeah. against Yokohama. Marinos, their mid-season, 6-4 mm-hmm. win for the Japanese team. Yeah. And Rangers in action last night, the Alan McGregor testimonial. You were there, 2-1 to Newcastle. First of all, Celtic, given it was this morning, when you see 6-4, it was 3-2 up to Celtic at half-time in Maeda, yeah. scoring a hat-trick. Incredible, by yeah. half-time. Yeah. Um, and when I first seen the result, Paul, I was like, wow, uh, the supporters must have really enjoyed the game. Um, 6-4, very entertaining. I've seen some flashes early, and I think uh, maybe Celtic had gone up uh, 2-1. Uh, but it was like within five or six minutes, there was three goals. So you, you knew what you were in for. Um, good friend Kevin Musket, obviously at Yokohama Marinos. So he was pleased with the result. Uh, but that's pre-season stuff. Uh, Marinos are, as you say, mid-season, so they're... They're fit. They're, they're, they're season-hardened already, sitting joint top, I believe, yeah, on the table in right. Japan. Yeah, in Japan. And Kevin Musket, of course, uh, an old yeah. teammate of yours at Rangers. Yeah. So it's always hard to tell at this point. I'm just looking on social media. The Celtic lineup was Hart, Taylor, Starfelt, Haksabanovic, Abada, Kobayashi, Iwata, O'Reilly, Maeda, Hatati, and McGregor. And he changed it uh, substantially at half time. Yeah. They got off to a bad start. Joe Hart spilled the ball after, what, three, four minutes? Yeah, yeah it wasn't it wasn't his finest. But again, he's a top professional. Um, mistakes happen. He dusts himself off and, and, and go again. But it was a strong it was a strong lineup for Celtic. But again, as you see in all these preseason matches, Paul, there's a lot of changes within the match. Uh, certainly, if not at half time, by 60 minutes. So you're seeing, you're seeing games kind of change uh, dramatically. Um, but I think the most important thing for, for Brendan, for, for any of the coaches now in terms of pre-season, is they, they want to get the minutes in the legs of their players and they want to make sure that their players come through unscathed. And of course, they start at the moment with uh, Carter Vickers not playing yet. Yeah. Although he was back in training last week in Portugal. Um, Tony yeah. Wilson as well, I think he had a knock. And we know, of course, Alistair um, Johnson, Johnson yeah. uh, is out at the moment he had a knock just a, a couple of weeks ago getting back to fitness so you do see that Celtic probably need to strengthen in defence I think there's no question no question for me um, and and just in general Paul I think that they need to strengthen anyway because on the back of success I think it's always wise to strengthen your squad um, I think it's very very important Jimmy's been on a big Celtic fan who always was comes on. He either phones or he's on at, at Go Football Show. He's been on the social saying only two signings so far. Yes, Rangers seven signings. 
it, he's not happy. We know the background yeah. is different. Yeah. Celtic coming off the back of a treble, Jimmy. Yeah. You'd yeah. say that to him. Yeah. But you, can you understand why some of the fans are saying, when are the big signings coming in? Yeah, I, I certainly can understand it. Uh, I think what you've, you know, you've got to try to get your head around is, you know, I know Brendan's familiar to the football club, but he's obviously got to, he, he's, he's coming in, um, it's fresh, it's new again. Uh, he would have wanted to have, I think, a, a look at um, the playing group initially to, yeah. to see what, what he really believes that he needs. Therefore, you know, people like John Kennedy, I think are really important at the club for what gets communicated <clears throat> supporters want to see new signings, Paul. Um, and, and, and two players certainly not going to be the end product. Uh, I think the, the frustrating thing will be for some of the Celtic supporters is uh, in terms of the business. People like to see the business being done early. Mm. But at the end of the day, there's a lot, a lot of things that go on in these deals and sometimes they're not as straightforward as people may think. On the bench for Celtic last night, Bain and Segris. Segris came on for the second half. Mm. Scales, who of course was on loan at Aberdeen. Yeah. Kyogo started on the bench. David Turnbull, who scored Celtic's fourth goal. O, Bernabe, Lowell, Vata, Kelly, Forrest, of course, his testimonial coming up soon. Summers, Welsh and McPherson. So work to be done. Uh, Brendan Rogers spoke afterwards to Celtic TV. He said Dyson, Maeda, was outstanding back at the Nissan Stadium where they love him. To come back, play through in the middle, is that something we could... I mean, you think they would start with Kyogo, the player of the yeah, year, yeah. but uh, are we going to see Maeda challenging for through the middle? Listen, the, the, his previous football in Japan, he played through the middle. Mm -hmm. uh, he's not known to be a natural striker, but he certainly can play that position. Well, what he what he does do, I think, for Brendan is Kyogo's the main striker. He's the number one. Um, but Maeda can fill that role if needed. So it just might mean that Celtic can strengthen in other areas rather than go for that second number nine, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. The manager said fitness will benefit from it. That's what he said. Look, they're only there in a matter of hours. They've uh, flown yeah. there. It was uh, seriously hot, wasn't it, in Japan? Very. Uh, this, you know. Yes. You've been there. You've played there. Yes. Um, he said Iwata did well. Mm -hmm. um, he said we made mistakes and we need to eradicate those mistakes. Mm -hmm. A lot of work still to do. Enjoyable work. So that's what he was saying after the game in the heat there. What's it like playing in those temperatures? It's it's when you start to go to certain parts of Asia, the humidity, yeah. uh, it, it's incredible. Uh, and it's if, you, if you've never been exposed to it and you're not used to it, uh, I'm talking about, you know, you, you can lose between three to five kilos in a game. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you, you, you know, fluid retention, all these kind of things, preparation on the back of long travel. Um, you know, it's so a lot of things that maybe players are going through for the first time. Pre-season, the travel takes it out of you. Mm. Don't, be, don't, don't be fooled that it doesn't take it out of you. You know, you're traveling these distances to then go and be able to bounce out and perform at the highest level. Very, very difficult. So do you reckon Brendan Rodgers will not be unhappy that they don't then have to go to South Korea for the game that was going to be on there? They'll mm. come back and then they'll go over to Dublin, which is what? half an hour flight for the match with Wolves. Look, I don't know how happy Brendan's going to be with the, the schedule, but the schedule would have been in place. Yeah, for sure. You know, yeah. um, so he's come into a schedule. So, you know, there's commercial uh, ramifications in terms of, you know, you need to make sure that, that that is followed through because it was already in play. Would have Brendan wanted a different preparation? That's for, that's for Brendan. But travel, what I can say, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the time it is commercially. Mm. I mean, uh, the, sure. the footprint that Celtic have in Asia now is... Is substantial, so they've got to go and service that. 
Uh, ideally, you'd like to stay close to, to Europe, in my opinion. It's all happening in Australia. See, and your old friend and the friend of the Celtic fans has been over there. He is over there with Tottenham. They lost 3-2 to West Ham. We might speak about that during the hour. And of course, the Women's World Cup starts tomorrow. Yes. So England in action, Ireland as well. And uh, sadly, not Scotland. It's a great footballing and sports nation we might touch on the Commonwealth Games as well because Victoria we heard the, the boss over there yesterday pulling out saying not too much money we're not doing it and there is a chance that Scotland may come forward maybe a collaboration because as you know we had the Commonwealth Games here yeah, yeah. Um, what nine years ago 2014 and they were sensational yeah it was, it was brilliant that's brilliant yeah. but when you, you can host these type of events that bring so many different country, countries to your you know to, to your doorstep um Amazing, it really is, and we, we've kind of I've seen that in Australia, uh, in Scotland. You guys have seen it as well. It's fantastic. It's Craig Moore, unmistakable voice, is with us here. The former. Oh, am I going to do this again? No, I'm not going to do all <laughs> no, your clubs. No. Of course, Newcastle as well. One yeah. of your teams last night. You were there mm-hmm. for Alan McGregor. I mean, the traffic heading to Ibrox last night. Chris touched on it beforehand. My goodness. I mean, I felt for as I drove away from here last mm-hmm. night. There was uh, huge queues, but worth it for the Rangers fans to uh, acclaim Alan McGregor. And then there was the, you know, the handing over the baton after what 42 minutes to Jack Butland. Yeah. What did you think, first of all, for your old teammate Alan okay. McGregor? Uh, no, I mean, a, a wonderful occasion for him. I, I left a message. I didn't catch him before the game, but I did try and phone him. Um, and it wasn't to wish him good luck for the for the match because it wasn't about it wasn't about that. It was mm-hmm. it was to congratulate him on on what a fantastic right. career uh, okay. that he's that he's had. And you know, last night I think was an opportunity for the for the fans to show their appreciation for what he meant to the football club. Um, I was surprised that he, he played, I think, 37, 38 yeah. minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was kind of thinking that maybe the, the last five minutes uh, to finish the game. But again, that was probably uh, Alan wanting to, um, you know, have a little bit more involvement, fair play. But it was look, it was a wonderful night. Newcastle, I've got to say, um, fantastic football club. Uh, and the away support that they brought up yeah. here was, was incredible. Uh, and even, you know, I headed into the game because I worked Rangers TV. Uh, so I was in quite early, Paul. And were you good last night on the telly? Uh, I was yeah. uh, average, average. But to be fair, it's <laughs> much better I, tonight. Yeah. <laughs> but 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 just yeah. seeing um, you know seeing the Geordies up here, yeah. seeing them um, walking in, seeing them being there nice and early. It's been a long time where I've kind of seen or had that feel, and 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 this is a testimonial, and this is pre-season, so it just gave me a really good feeling in terms of of the game last night. But more importantly. My time with Newcastle, uh, that, that gave me a nice little smile and some great memories, but also that the season's here and it's upon us and we're really looking forward to it. That could be the way forward. Why not give that to the Celtic fans? You know 8,000, let's get them in there. When the biggest teams come to town, come on, let's open it up and get the real competition. And did, I say the same to Celtic. It did cross my mind, Paul. Yeah. Because yeah, like I said, I was there early enough and it yeah. just gives you a really good feel of, mm. um, of the occasion that, that, that that's just around the corner. You know, Um it adds to the theatre. There's no doubt about that. Come on, let's get grown up about it. What do you think? 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. Rangers started last night with McGregor, of course, and then Tavernier, Suter, Davies and Barisic, Lundstrom and Jack, Dowell, Cadwell, Lammers and Seema. And they had a big bench as well. So they had a few of the new signings there. Um, what about Lammers, for example? Scored the goal for Rangers? Yeah, Lammers, he, oh, he done well for the for the goal. Um, he robs, uh, I think it's Guimaraes, mm-hmm. um, finishes well. Uh, he looked a player that uh, was certainly willing to to work with and, and without the ball. He, he doesn't look like an out-and-out striker. He looks like a, 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 a number 10, a second striker, uh, and certainly the position that he kind of played. He didn't lead the line, it was Seema. 
But for any striker, you know, when you're new to a club, you get the opportunity, your first home game, big crowd, he scores a goal, he'd be delighted with that. And how was Sima? Abdallah Sima hey, leading the lane? Yeah, Sima, again, he, he, looked, um, he looked strong enough. He, he has size. Um, he's going to have to lead that line. Uh, and I would think that he would get a lot more joy domestically. I mean, big part of the first half, Newcastle had a lot of the ball. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he was maybe starved a little bit. But like I said, again, I think for the, the three starters last night, Dow, you mentioned, uh, Lammers and Seema, early stages. Yeah. Early stages. Do you to say about Dow, who was the first signing of the close season? Yeah. Again, he had he had one opportunity in yeah. the match. Uh, he kind of snatches at it. Um, but again, I'm a defender that snatched at every opportunity I had. <laughs> um, but no, again, like I said, I think the most important thing is getting, is getting minutes uh, in the legs of those players. For them to get a really good sighting of what they're going to experience, I guess, throughout the season, mm. um, you know, a full house. <laughs> and even after like 10, 15 minutes yep. when it wasn't going well, there were a few rumblings there as well. So players need right. to get used to that mm. yep. uh, because that's what you need to come through to be a success at the club. So that's part of their initiation then, isn't it? Saying this yeah. is what it's like. Get you it and Barry early. always say it, you get 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How was Leon Balligan when he came on? I heard he did well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, he did do well. It was at a t uh, stage of the game, obviously, where you're getting both teams uh, making um, a lot of substitutions. Um, young Bailey Rice comes on, 16-year-old mm. boy, by the way. What a future he's got. Uh, Look I'm, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he doesn't look out of his depth and he's, he's 16. Uh, Lowry come on. I really, I've always said I like the look of Lowry, but Balogun, Balogun come in and, and was no problem. It was, uh, again, some minutes. He's an experienced player. I take it you're uh, up for his signing because it's cover, isn't it, uh, Balogun? You're not saying this is the way forward. No, he's no. 35, but he slips straight in seamlessly to the team. I have no yeah. problem at all. When I look, again, I look back, uh, I guess, in, in my career, Paul, and there was times when uh, we had Colin Hendry. Yeah, uh, sure. Uh, who the yeah, yeah. Who wasn't starting, who was part mm -hmm. of a, a, a squad. Um, yeah. Henningberg, wow. Man United, yeah, Blackburn. Sure. Um, so for me, I've got no issue with Balogun. I'm, I'm not saying that he's that player, but in terms of having that strength and depth, I think is very, very important. Um, he was a free. Uh, he knows yeah. the club. Uh, for me, it, it makes a lot of sense. Scott Wright uh, left for Turkey today, so it looks as though that's going to go through. And decent move from him. He needs to play football. Yeah, uh, look, Scott Wright... I was quite excited when he first came into Rangers. Uh, you know, he was really positive. I think he's nice and direct. Uh, he, he's maybe, his execution um, in that final third was inconsistent. So uh, what I would have liked to have seen, I guess, is that improvement. And unfortunately for Scott, on the back of not getting that regular football, we didn't really see, in that, see that improvement. So I think it's a, look, I think it's a great opportunity for Scott. And I think it's, it's common sense for Rangers. Craig Moore, you can call him 0808 17 17 700. We're looking at Celtic in action this morning. They lost 6-4 in the searing heat of Japan, Yokohama against the Marinos and Rangers losing 2-1 last night to Newcastle United, who, of course, Champions League team this yeah. season. It's phenomenal. Uh, can I ask you about two other players? How was uh, John Suter? Uh, John Suter done, I thought, very well. Um, I... I think he can be a huge, huge player for, for Rangers. Mm. I really do because I think physically he's got great size. I think he uses the ball well. I think he, defensively he's good. Uh, he just needs the the runner a bit of luck to make sure he doesn't pick up any more niggling injuries. But um, he done well. He done well. Peter's been on. He was watching it last night on Rangers TV. He was watching you and he said it was a brilliant performance. And not you. He's talking about John <laughs> Sutter. Uh, I, know, no, I'm no, kidding. I, I yeah. know what he's talking I, about. No. Yeah. No, no, I thought, like I said, I thought he done very well because, yeah. um, you know, you had Callum Wilson up top mm -hmm. in the first half and, and Newcastle were quite lively. 
Um, Almiron. Almiron. Yeah, who was he? Oh, my God. He, this boy he, This boy is a is very, he? very yeah. good player. I mean, how much is he? Um, oh, I don't know, but I'll tell you what. I don't know what they paid for him, but yeah. Eddie Howe is... is, is done an amazing job at Newcastle. Did you speak Obviously, to Eddie last night? I didn't get no. to see him because mm. I was in the, the broom line, so that's right. where Rangers mm. TV was done. Yep. But um, for the time that Almiron was on the pitch, uh, he was all class, I thought. How was Barisic? Because you know, people think he might go yep. this close season. Yep. He's got one year left. Yep. What do you think? I think he gets caught for the first goal a little bit in terms of his body positioning. Um, it probably could be a little bit open. I'm, I'm maybe being slightly harsh. Um, but again, you look at fine details uh, defensively. But look, Barisic looked—he he, he looked fine. He looked mm-hmm. fine. Uh, my my thing with Barisic uh, uh, is, I think he's done a wonderful job for Rangers. Yeah. Um, but but I think at some stage maybe the the, the player, if he if he were thinking that uh, to move on would be a good thing, and Rangers certainly don't want to get their fingers burnt like they have previously. Sure. And with of a course. year left yeah. and Yilmaz there then you would think, okay, well, maybe if something happened there, you wouldn't be surprised. If not, great. I mean, Rangers got two very good left fullbacks. Glenn Kamara, this time last night, we were saying Leeds United are looking at him. Um, any development today? Could you see him going to the championship team, the team that have just gone down from the, the Premier League? Yeah, I, I can. Again, I think for, for Glenn, uh, without knowing knowing him personally, he doesn't look as if he's going to feature in the starting 11. Um, and he's clearly good enough to be in the starting 11 somewhere. So... Naturally, any player, Paul, they want to be involved, don't they? They want to play. Um, and he might be one that Rangers can uh, make some money on. So I think the, the player personally would be like it. Uh, he'd want to be challenged, uh, which means that he could move. Who was your commentator last night? I was on with Alan Hutton. Right, yeah. yeah and so the commentator, was it Tam? I just uh, see it. it was Tam, I yeah. see someone in the, Celtic, in the Celtic website here. Someone's come on and said, where's the goalie, Tam? <laughs> <laughs> this is about uh, Joe Hart. Someone else saying, was that a heart attack? I mean, Joe Hart can have these moments, can he? Is he going to be under pressure or what do you think? You know, he's not under pressure. He's, he's for me, uh, clearly Celtic's number one goalkeeper. Uh, you've got what, Segris in there as mm-hmm. the, the... Yeah. The interesting thing would be that, and uh, I guess a question to Celtic supporters... If Joe Hart was to pick up an injury, and we don't want to see any player nope, pick up injuries, sure. but if he was a long-term absence, is Segrist good enough to be Celtic's number one? They haven't seen it, have they yet? Because he hardly featured last season. You know, and, and so, I, he, Do you think he, he would be, given what you saw when he was playing at Dundee United? Very, very hard to, to, to comment and say that I think on the back of what he achieved at Dundee United, it means that he's ready-made to be a number one at Celtic because it's a completely different challenge and pressures that, that come with that role. Um, it would be interesting to see, uh, but you would know very quickly, Paul. I see they're saying that Donny van de Beek, who produced a stunning volley uh, to... He scored for Man United um, in the friendly. Uh, he's refused to rule out a quick-fire return to Scotland. I just see that on the Sun website at the moment. Mm-hmm. What do you think of him? You know him? What, what ah, player, Donny van see, de Beek? Not a good player. Very good player. My, my, my only concern when you start talking about the the and the big, big players from down yeah. south, to, to, to come up to Scotland, to Rangers or Celtic, financially, it just doesn't make yeah. any sense. He was 35 million, wasn't yeah. he, from Ajax? So it's, um, yeah. I mean, the Celtic fans can dream. They, yeah, they would yeah. want it. yeah. They wouldn't want to pay that kind of money. Yeah. Like I said, for me, it's like the you, you've got to you've got to play within your means. Um, there's a, there's there's good investment from uh, from Celtic to go and get the right players that you know can help them achieve what they need to up here. It, it wouldn't make any sense financially. 
you're working as an agent as well as a commentator, a pundit. Best, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what do you make of Jota going to the Middle East? And have you got anyone up your sleeve that you're going to get a money deal of 200 grand a week or even just 100,000 a week? Oh, just even it's that, a phenomenal amount nice. of money, isn't it, for such a young Crazy. player? Neves is gone, Jota's mm. gone. I see that uh, Ronaldo referenced him yesterday saying, hey, this is changing. Saudi are coming, yeah. football-wise. I mean, again, you need. I think you need the numbers in terms of the, the players that they are. Um, you know, attracting to to and that are actually signing off out there. Yeah, Benzema. To to, yeah. to make it um, the spectacle, I think that the Saudis are looking mm. for. Uh, it's not going to look. It's not going to be one of the top five leagues in the world. Don't don't get carried away. But what it what it's probably aiming to be is is coverage, eyes on football, exposure, um, to to be right up there. Jota at twenty four years of age, twenty four, twenty five. Mm. Look, um, it's a money move. Yeah. It's a money move. It's no different to, to Neves. Uh, they, they're, they're young boys that have still probably got the best football of their lives to, mm. to, to be played. But I've got no issue with it whatsoever. They go and make a clear decision that it's about it's about money. Quick break and then I can ask you, is a manager under pressure already? Mm. You hate to say it so early, but from a party Thistle point of view, big win last night against Dundee United. The Go Radio Football Show. Subscribe to the Go Radio YouTube channel for our latest videos. Let's go! And that Donny van de Beek goal came Man United against Lyon. So he hasn't ruled out the possibility of going to Scotland, but he certainly wasn't saying that he is coming. Still, that's time of the season. But Craig, we're only two weeks, three days away from the big kickoff in the yeah. Cinch Premiership. It kicks off Ross County coming to the champion Celtic, so there'll be the flag day and then on with the new campaign and then a few hours later it's going to be Kilmarnock against Rangers there's nothing like the opening day of the season is it always butterflies in the in the tummy when it comes to it I tell you what it's normally normally butterflies for sure yeah. and a hot day normally yeah, a hot day so. normally yeah, first yeah, yeah. day of the season is is, is, is yeah, I, I enjoyed first day of the season because you always wanted to set the tone early doors it was always nice to be able to play the first game at home Celtic have got that luxury uh, but for Rangers uh, away first time but both teams will be looking to start in the, in the best possible way. Well, Dundee United fans, we wouldn't normally talk too much about United, but it is a big story, isn't it? They lost at the weekend to Spartans and then they lost last night to Partick Thistle. So good news for Chris Doolan and the team. But for Dundee United, what do you feel? He's coming under pressure already. I mean, what about the players? How can they go out and lose two games? I know it was a narrow defeat, but it's a yeah. defeat. Well, it, it's, it's a tough one. Look... Nobody likes to see managers under pressure, no. right? But we've got to be um, we've got to be honest in regards to uh, it was a disappointing season to to, to be relegated, mm. and therefore you need to make sure you certainly want to make sure that you start off the the new season in in, in a positive manner. That hasn't been the case, unfortunately, for for Jim Goodwood, Goodwin yep. so far, mm. Dundee United. Um, I know he's signed. Uh, I think maybe he's brought in six new players, so that takes time to to settle. But the, the supporters, um, I think, have got a right to be angry uh, with the, the first couple of performances. And he, he is unfortunately under pressure, but he'll know. I mean, that's not being critical of Jim. It's just uh, it's just what comes with, with the territory. Course, it comes yeah. with the job, you know. that uh, This stage of the season uh, for, for coaches, and I'm saying outside the bigger clubs, yeah. uh, Paul, it's, it's a nightmare competition. And, and for this reason alone, because you pick up a couple of bad results and then all of a sudden... You go into a season right under the right under the cosh, yeah. you know, big time. So, look, you'd be desperate to turn that around. Hard work uh, is the only way. Pre-season, 
is difficult, but they need to get... The next game needs to be a winning result. Well, look at their section. Falkirk, uh, Patrick Thistle on top. Yep. Then Falkirk, Spartans, mm -hmm. Peterhead, yep. and then Dundee United. It's tough. Do you think this tournament comes too soon? For the bigger clubs, uh, suddenly. You're... Well, again, no, I, I don't. I actually quite like the, the the format. I again, the the to the Premier League clubs, the incentive is don't finish finish in the bottom half, mm. and you don't play. You 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 come into the competition at the later stage. Mm. So I, I've got no issue with the format. It's a pity for that part of the country because Dundee obviously back up in the Premiership and they won last night 1-0 against Bonnie Reg Rose. Yeah. There's very few pushovers, yeah. but they had a win. Yeah. Motherwell, 3-3 three, three at Queen of the South, so that was a tough one, but yeah. they won 5-4 in penalties. Stephen O'Donnell getting uh, the final decisive one. Mm -hmm. Just shows you, doesn't it, though? It could have been a banana skin there mm -hmm. for Stuart Kettlewell up against uh, Marvin. Yeah, Marvin's yeah. Team. yeah, yeah. Marvin Bartley, yeah. Um, and again, he's, he's, he's on the up. He's going to do well for himself. I think Marv. Yeah, he's, uh, he's bright, isn't he? Yeah, he's, so, yeah, he's, 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 he's times, with yeah. it. He's oh. with it. But yeah, like, again, but, but Stuart Kettlewell's been very, very clear in terms of anything I've seen and conversations with him before the competition started. His intention is to go in there and win it. Mm. Other other coaches, other teams maybe use it as pre-season games. Uh, but he's been very clear. He wants to go in, he wants to win his group, he wants to progress. Morton wanted to bounce back after a defeat a few days ago and they did 3-0 against Trenrar. Yep. Hamilton 1-0 against Brecon, mm -hmm. the O'Hara penalty. Wraith Rovers 2, Albion Rovers 0. Uh, Dunfermline 4-0 against uh, Annan. Pretty... Uh, decisive for them and our own Stephen McGinn the mm -hmm. captain of Falkirk 2-1 win for them against Spartan that could have been a banana skin as well because yeah. Spartan just coming up but you know the scalp of Dundee United but beaten by Falkirk Stephen will be here tomorrow night on the show Era 1-0 win for them against Dennis Muir McKenzie scoring in 27 minutes 4 for winning at Montrose 2-1 Dumbarton beating Inverness Cali Thistle that's a bit wow. of a shock as well giant yep. killing out there by the Sons of the Rock yeah no, so yep. again you you you're not surprised by any mm. of these. The, 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 that's a shock result, but this stage of the season, and, and they play in every two or three days as well. So you see a lot of a lot of squads here tested massively because they don't have the depth, they don't have the numbers. I think the first game I seen Clyde, they had three subs on the bench. That's exactly it. Peter Grant said that the other night, Monday night. You're spot on. You miss nothing. You know, it's... Yep. Cove Rangers beat Clyde 5-2. Aloha lost at home to Stunning Albion in the derby. 2-1 for the Albion. And East 5-3-1 against Elgin. But the biggest result was Patrick Thistle winning 2-1 at Dundee United. Craig Sibbald opened the scoring in 18 minutes. Brian Graham equalised. And Harry Milne getting the winner for the Jags. Great expectations for them this season. And they've lost. You just saying that when we talked about lost it. lost a few in, players, in, yeah. in the office. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't a gimme, was it? So, and it certainly wasn't a gimme. I mean, Partick Thistle, uh, on the, the back end of last season, um, done ever so well. Um, <laughs> it was always going to be interesting how they're going to bounce back because yeah. a great opportunity to get promotion. Unfortunately, it falls away um, last minute, doesn't it, with a, a Ross County game. Sure. Uh, but they're an exciting team and that was a huge result. Um and they've managed to, to replace the players that they've lost and, and still knock out levels and win games of football, which is the most important thing. A couple of games tonight in the Viaplay Cup, Edinburgh against Kelty, mm -hmm. Barry's old team, yeah. and Arbroath against Cowdenbeath. Okay. Uh, well done to Scotland women's last night. 2-1 win against Finland. Just a shame, isn't it? Such a shame we're not at the World Cup in Australia. It would have been great for the development as the game moves yeah. on. And the women did so well a number of years ago. No, nah, it would have been, look, it would have been brilliant. I've seen uh, quite a lot of coverage uh, with it being in Australia um, or hosted by Australia and New Zealand. Um, and it'll, it'll be a great event, Paul. It really will be. And, and for the Scottish women, look, disappointment this time. 
but certainly something to aim towards in, in regards to trying to make the next World Cup because there's nothing better. There's nothing better than going to a World Cup. Uh, it really is incredible. Um, what was pe- your last one? My last was- one was, was uh, 2010 South Africa. Yeah. Um, and again, it wasn't an unbelievable uh, World, Cup, World mm-hmm. Cup in terms of how we performed. But it's just it's it's testing your, testing yourself against the very best. It's the people that you 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 meet along the way, uh, and the experience in, in in different countries. I've always thought it's a wonderful thing. That was the World Cup of the Vuvuzelas, wasn't it? Was, it? Uh, was. Oh, you're fed was. up hearing those. And the, and the yeah. ball, what they call the, the ball. But I tell you what, the ball due to um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I'll come back to it. yeah. No, the yep. ball kind of moves. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it it shifted. That swerve on it, yeah. One or nope. two feet for goalkeepers, yeah. and it was an absolute altitude. nightmare. Altitude. Yeah. That's the word I was yeah. looking for. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Pleasure, Paul Cooney, <laughs> with with Craig Moore. Um, let's look at Celtic. Yes. The day started with before the game. Rio Hatati. There's been you know people have been questioning whether or not he's going to be here uh, this season. The manager Brendan Rodgers saying that uh, he's kind of ruled out an exit. He's somebody that he wants, and I think he played well. In spells, he was involved in Celtic's first goal today. So what pass. do you think of Hatati? Yeah. yeah, what do you make of him? Hatati's a yeah. serious player. Mm. A serious player. Um, he he picks the right passes. Um, he's got great weight of pass. Um, he, he screens that back four. He's always available. He's work ethic. Uh, he's a great age um, so for me, look, Celtic are sitting with a wonderful player, and at some stage they're gonna they're gonna make a lot of money out of the player. Brendan Rodgers now the new manager. He'll decide when um, that is going to happen. But right now, it's very, very clear that he wants him a big part of of what Celtic are going to do this season. How important for them is, this is an obvious one, Cameron Carter-Vickers. Obviously, you could see today that they missed him. And now, look, I know it's the start of the season. It's a it's a bounce game. It's a friendly. Yeah. Although it's important to any team, Celtic, Rangers, any club when they go to Japan yeah. or go abroad, mm-hmm. fly the flag for Scotland and for the team. Yeah. Um, but Cameron Carter-Vickers, they need... Uh, to build round him at the back. Do you see another major central defender coming in alongside him? Uh, look, I, I think Starfield and Carter Vickers are an excellent mm. partnership. Uh, they really are. Um, they're, they're not flashy, but they just yeah. get the job done. Um, they didn't lose a game together, did they, all nah, season? I get it. I'm thinking Champions League. Yeah, Champions League. Again, I, I, this is before Ange had left. I think I'd thrown, thrown um, out there in regards to potentially Celtic could go to a back three. Yeah, you did. Uh, so uh, look, I, again, they they could do with another top central defender, absolutely, uh, because it keeps, you know, if you're playing three, great. If you're playing two, uh, they're on their toes all the time uh, because they know one bad performance, they're out. Um, you, you need that. Um, but Carter Vickers, he he's not flashy, but he has a huge impact on his teammates and on his team. Clearly, uh, and he is a, he is a loss because I think that he. Um, he leads Starfield about and I think Starfield has a lot of confidence when he's there but there is a loss when he's not because of the, you know, he's, a, he's a very big player he, he's come to Celtic um, they trolled it in terms of the loan with an Autobot you know, he'd done really really well from the moment he got in he's been a real huge presence for Celtic what we're going to see from Marco Tillio player that you know yeah, well yeah. Um, I think he's at a slight knock at the moment but yes. how good is he going to be for Celtic? I'm going to be, as I always try to be, really, really honest yes. here. Right now, Celtic supporters, are, I'm probably thinking, are, are wanting players. Not every player, but players are, are going to walk, 
walk into the start, not walk into the starting 11, that, that can go and break into that mm -hmm. starting 11. My opinion, Tilio's not there yet. Okay. So Abada for me is is more advanced at this stage. Maeda most definitely more advanced at this stage. Um, so so does that put Marco Tilio uh, Marco Tilio into the the project kind of thing? He's twenty years of age. Um, he's a very good player, but he's gonna he's gonna need some time. Not he, ahead of Abada then. No, no, yeah. not for me, yeah. not for me. Um, but he is he, like I says he, he he's dynamic. He gets the ball. He's direct. He wants to get at defenders. Um, he scored some wonderful goals. He spent his junior football, I think he was at Sydney FC, he moved to Melbourne City. Um, he's done really well. He's got his involvement in the national team. So this is a next step. But I've got to be honest and say at this stage, he's not better than Abada and he's certainly not better than Maeda. Kieran's been on a big Celtic fan from Plains uh, near Airdrie. Uh, Kieran wants to ask you, how do you feel then about Aaron Moy, your fellow countryman yeah. who did so well and has had to retire early? Very sad in, in regards to um, he's not that old, uh, 32, I think 32. Just, just, um, yeah. but, but, you know, I, I, I had some conversations with Aaron just to check in to make sure everything was okay. And he's just been playing um, the last season or so with a lot of pain. Uh, and this was something that um, he wants to have some quality life after football. And, and it was obviously a tough decision, but for him it, it was the right decision. And Aaron Moy, wherever he's played, um, I think has made a big impact. I, I think uh, for the Celtic supporters that maybe had a little bit of doubt at the beginning, certainly by the end of the season, realised that they had some had someone at their football club that gave their all and also offered huge, huge quality. Paul, so yeah. look, mm -hmm. it, it's it's not a nice way. How is um, he? Yeah, no, he's okay. He's okay. He's in, he's in good order. Like I said, just unfortunately, our bodies at times tell us yeah. tell us when uh, when it's time, mm -hmm. and as as great as what football is. Um, there's life after football. And what a final season for him because, oh. you know, he played at so many different clubs. But my goodness, his final year, yeah. 2022 into 23, World Cup yeah. for Australia yeah. and a treble for Celtic. Yeah, no, I mean, it's a, it's a great way to yeah. to go out. Um, you know, he was a top, top player. Um, keeps himself to himself. Is he? Yeah, yeah, keeps himself to himself. But you know what? Like I said, I just don't think he's ever... Let anyone down. Uh, even you talking about the World Cup there, Paul. Um, he hadn't he hadn't trained. He hadn't played for months yeah. because he was back. He was back home. He, I'm saying back home. He was back here in Scotland because of what was happening in China. Um, so he's gone underprepared and, and played a huge World Cup for Australia. Uh, so top professional. I guess for young players, enjoy every minute because you don't know. I mean, his last, he kicked the ball, he was still 31. Yep. It's nothing really, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. were you aware of that when you were playing? One that it flashes by. I mean, yeah. when did you retire? I mean, well, you I retired when I was 34, but, but my career flashed right in front of me. Well, I had the testicular cancer. Yes, yeah. Um, that was 2008. But it was when I was the age of 23, I had a um, my third serious knee operation. Yeah. Uh, and when I went under the, the knife, mm -hmm. uh, because of the previous operation, the surgeon said, look, I don't know how this is going to go. Mm -hmm. you, we, you, you could be waking up here uh, with damage to your articular cartilage and you might not be able to play again. Were you in like, Glasgow at the time? Was it I, Rangers? I, I, no, I ended, yeah, I was, I, was, I was at Rangers, yes. but, I, but I ended up going back to Australia for yeah. the surgery. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, at 23 years of age, I, I wasn't sure whether th yeah. there, there was tomorrow yeah. in terms of football mm -hmm. or another year. Fortunately, I went on and played another... 11 seasons so you're right Paul in terms of and the young players that I'm kind of guiding now and representing don't waste a minute make every session 
uh, every day, make it count. You know, you go in and you get that opportunity to be in around about that first team. You make sure that that first team coach uh, comes away going, by the way, I, I like that about that mm. young lad. Go and show something. Um, and like, you need a little bit of luck also along the way. But if you've got a great attitude, if you're fit, you've got a desire and a hunger, you've got every chance. Because look, you, you say yourself, your first time around at Rangers um, could have been better. But when yep. you came back mm-hmm. and you were, what was it that changed? You had more experience, but you were brilliant for Rangers. <laughs> yeah. so, so what what happened? It's the insight. I, I laugh. I, I laugh. My my first six years at Rangers was was down to, to, to education. And I say education in terms of um, playing different positions. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I did play different positions. Um, that probably weren't my natural position. Therefore, I, I didn't excel. Uh, and, and and maybe I wouldn't have in my natural position because of the players and the quality of, of the club at the time, the players that were there. Second time round, come back, um, was very comfortable uh, with, the, with the coach, Dick Avocard, mm-hmm. at the time after yep. an early, an early run. That's right. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It was just that there, there was a trust, there was a confidence, there was a rhythm, and uh, and I was playing my natural position. Yeah. But it come on the back of, again, hard hard work. Mm-hmm. There's there's no easy way to, to success. You've got to go work hard. You've got to train every day hard. I had to make sure, and the club also made sure that there was always good pressure on me. Uh, you know, that's another player snapping away at your heels if you don't perform. All these things. So uh, working with great players, whatever you do, work with good people. Ah, oh, 100%. That's, a, that's a most, the most important yeah. thing. Surround yourself with as many people that um, are good people, first and foremost, mm-hmm. and, and that will be honest with you, Paul, because you don't need people yeah. Yeah. talking nonsense. You know what I mean? You get a lot of that in football as well. Yeah. Just, just, be, mm-hmm. just surround yourself with good, honest people. Put in the hard yards. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, 90% of any squad is made up of top professionals. Yeah. The 10% are game changers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you've got a chance by being a top professional. Love it. The Go Radio Football Show. Subscribe to the Go Radio YouTube channel for our latest videos. Let's go! It's the Go Radio Football Show Wednesday evening edition. Paul Cooney with Craig Moore. We're talking all things football as we head to the new season. We've also been mentioning uh, about the tennis last weekend. I know we didn't. Seems a while ago. And the golf, the open golf. Rory McIlroy, could this be his time to win it's nine years since he won the Open so that would be brilliant wouldn't some it player. he won the Scottish Open last weekend yeah yeah, no, he's, he's, yeah. he's some player uh, Paul you're probably a little bit more educated on the golf though but I do know mm-hmm. who Rory McIlroy is I, I know you know <laughs> I'll tell you who you do know you know him well Calvin Bassey so this time last year he went from Rangers what was that a £20 million deal yeah. Yeah. Uh, he went to Ajax it's not been a great season for him yeah. so Fulham want him £15 million deal yeah. they're talking about it in Sky it could well be happening yeah uh, it would be a uh, would it would it be a surprise? I mean, he hasn't played enough in his first season. Thirty nine games all in, but yeah, yeah. So that's still a lot. It's more that's than still, I thought. Yeah, it's more than yeah. I thought actually yeah, as well. Just saw it there, yeah, yeah. Um, um, but he, he has taken some some stick over yeah. over in Holland for for his performances and um, you know that he's not at the level that they kind of expected. Again, not the club supporters and and, and media outlets. So you know, if if Bassi probably has the opportunity to return to something more familiar. Yeah. To him, um, that wouldn't be surprising, would it? Yeah, the Athletic are reporting Fulham have made an initial offer of fifteen million pounds for the defender. So, yeah. it's yeah. which it could be a good deal. He turned out to be some player, didn't he? What season he had two years ago? What about the change in him over that sort of ten month period? From- it changed his life. Yeah. It changed his life, Paul, because 
He was known as a left fullback, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, and then all of a sudden, um, he, he he come in and uh, was played as a left sided centre back, and it's probably where he had his 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 best run. He certainly had his best run of games there, and because obviously the Europa run that the that, that Rangers had getting to the final, he put in big performances against big teams, and all of a sudden, his profile and stock went through the roof. Um, Rangers coined in, uh, got a really really good deal, and. Um, like I said, it was a life changer for Bassey. He may he may well end up back in England. Fifteen million for for Fulham uh, Premiership football is is not a lot of money. Uh, so you could you could yeah. see that that could happen. Overnight Celtic. What well, they played this morning: six four defeats uh, against Yokohama. It was three two for Celtic at halftime. A Dyson Maida hat trick. David Turnbull scoring in the second half, but it was uh, they won. They lost four goals in the second half. It's pre-season, they've just come in. You can look yeah. at it either way. You're, yeah, no, no, I'm yeah. saying, so David Turnbull, interesting name because yes. I, I said at the back end of the last season, um, is is he going to be the player? Under Andrew, it didn't look like he was going to play. Uh, so I was probably at the end of last season thinking, David Turnbull's probably got to look to move on. Yeah. Is he going to have a different uh, position, situation now under Brendan Rodgers? He's certainly not done himself any harm whatsoever. Yeah. And the style of play is going to be a bit different from Ange. I mean, he likes attacking play as well, yeah. but there's a bit more coming from the midfield yeah. Yeah, under him. Could it be David Turnbull? How, how highly do you rate him? I, I like David Turnbull. Yeah. Like I said, I, I think that the, the way that Ange played, that was probably the mobility side that, that maybe let him... Uh, I'm, I'm saying it doesn't let him down in terms of that wasn't the preference for Ange. But Turnbull puts himself in great positions. He's willing to take the ball. Um, he's got good range of passing scores goals from distance uh, he's got a lot to offer I see Sky cameras are in at Hibs training ground today I see Lee Johnson's allowed them in uh, he had a good season last year you've just spotted someone you know well Hi, Alf, yeah. Alf, is that Alfie Lafondre who, who, yeah. who was at uh, Sydney FC for a couple of seasons in Australia I, I believe he's 36, 37 decent age but mm. I tell you what he's a goal scorer yeah. he'll score mm. goals here ok identify the next player coming up <laughs> not seriously because <laughs> yeah. I saw this earlier today oh, okay. oh they've gone no, from they've it was Dylan gone. Levitt of course who's come from Dundee United ok yeah. was that the boy that was on loan from Man, Man United, United. Yeah. that was it Yeah. glad I knew that one <laughs> uh, on Rangers ok so Danilo yes. from Feyenoord yes. there's still a possibility three and a half million pounds bid last week apparently yeah. what they're going to go to four, four and a half million sounds as though the boy wants to come to Glasgow yeah I mean again I think with Rangers they've been very clear in terms of what they've already got in and um, Danilo and Sifuentes well done yeah so they're, they're probably the, the, the two remaining bits of business for Rangers coming in um, I think that Rangers will also have plans in place for losing players because I still believe that probably between now and the start of the season that they're going to lose a player or two and they'll want to to balance the books yeah, to yeah. help yeah. Yeah. and also yeah, just, players will want to yeah, as well because sure. players want to move uh, and, and play first team football yeah when I say balance the books yeah. I mean it's the model yeah. no no for sure every team has to bring them in develop them and try and sell them on for big money yeah. so absolutely but I think Danilo look they'll probably push a little bit harder um, you know are Rangers the only club uh, that are looking at this player probably not Um so, yeah, no, I'd be interested to see how it plays out, but I think it, it's lingered enough in the press mm -hmm. for, for, for a period of time that I, I think that it'll get to a stage where Rangers can get it over the line. Willie's been on. I think he's a Rangers fan saying, would you agree that Rangers have had a better close season so far? Let me come to it in a second or two. Someone who is asking for you is Gordon Park. I met him the other day. I think you know him as Jordy. Yes, yes. Uh, the brother of John. 
Rangers, Dutch yeah, football, uh, isn't yes, he? So, yeah, talking so about ex-Celtic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. They tell you what, he's got an eye for talent, John. Yeah, sure has. Yeah. Brought in some major players at Celtic and he'll be involved in the recruitment process. So it is linked to my question just now. But he wants to send best wishes to their brother, Harry. So yeah. Harry, and they're all written for you. And, all out uh, in Hamilton. Yeah. Is that yes, anybody else yeah, out in Hamilton? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I met yeah. him the other day. Brilliant. My son had told me about him, listens to the programme, and he wanted to send all the best to you and to his brother, Harry. Brilliant. Appreciate Cracking it. guy. Cracking guy. Big Geordie, you call him. I call him Big Gordon. But so There was a few Big Geordies up last night. <laughs> I, indeed there were. I see, have you got some news on Harvey Barnes? Did you pick that up last uh, night? Yeah. Listen, Harvey Barnes, is, there's, there's been a few murmurs, isn't there, for yeah. um, a, a number of days mm-hmm. about Newcastle. Um, Newcastle, they've got money to spend, but you've still got financial fo- uh, fair, fair play, play and all that sort of yeah. stuff. Um, but it looks as though he's on his it way looks, from It looks as if yeah. he is on his way. He's a good player, mm-hmm. a very good player, I think, uh, Harvey Barnes, good young player. Right, what do the big two need? And the question from William, who was on, can Rangers fans take anything from it? Or should the Celtic fans be worried just now? Two signings plus, you know, the conversion of the deal with Awata. I know there's two players coming from South Korea. Mm-hmm. What do you think just now? What's your, what's your sense of it? Uh, well... I... I'll put it in very simple terms. Mm-hmm. Um, Rangers at this moment in time already mm-hmm. um, have a stronger squad than what they had last year. Right, you believe that to yeah. be the case. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, And it was time to change, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, sure. So they've got a stronger squad and that's going to be able to also show mm-hmm. signs of improvement. Celtic, in terms of the squad that they finished off last season to how they sit just now, is clearly weaker. Sure. No Jota. No Jota. No yeah, no yeah. Aaron Moy. Um, Injury. Potentially, they, I mean, O'Reilly's another one that's been yeah. uh, mentioned a lot about potentially moving on. Uh, but they couldn't afford to lose injury, him at the moment. No, and the yeah. injury situation more yeah. so is is, is yeah. uh, the one that's given Celtic and probably Brendan Rodgers a headache. Sure. So Celtic will be active in the market. I've no doubt about that. You touch on the the, the, the two Asian lads, uh, with South Korean boys yes, that they yeah, be, right. be coming yeah. in as well. And, and we've got a clear idea of the type what they offer, their ability. Um, mm. So they'll come in and, and, and do a good job. But right now, Paul, it's funny. A ball hasn't been kicked. You know, the season is yeah, still sure. uh, a few weeks away. Um, but like I said, Rangers squad has improved from last season. At this moment in time, Celtics is, is probably um, not where they would like it to be. And they've got some some injuries that they'd like to have back sooner rather than later. See, something's coming up from someone. Sorry, I don't have a name here. Rangers need to move on Kamara. He needs mm-hmm. to go. go. And they need to build in the left-back position. So, yeah. I don't know. I take it he likes Yomaz or does he? Yeah. But he thinks that Barisic, it's time to go. Thanks for all your service, but move on. Well, I think like the, the full-back position for, for Rangers is an interesting one um, because... It's Ryan. Sorry, this is from Ryan. From Ryan, yeah. Ryan. Uh, because you've got, look, you got Tavs, who's, who's your number one right, right fullback. You've got uh, Devine, I think, as backup. Uh, Devine can also play on the, the left hand side. You've currently got two very good left fullbacks in Barisic and Yilmaz. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Rangers sold Barisic and, and, and everybody would be happy with the situation. Yeah. Uh, because I think that Yilmaz, who they spent some money on, has to play football. Otherwise, how are you going to realise the value of, of that particular player? And, more importantly, I think he's good enough. Mm-hmm. But then that asks a question of the the cover in those areas. Uh, I think Rangers potentially are one short yep. in terms of the fullback uh, positions of cover. It's a blow for Leon King, isn't it? It's going to be out for some time. Could be. I think there was some good news, though, Paul, the other oh, right, day. Yeah, that maybe I'm saying good yeah. news from eight weeks. I yeah. think it might might have shaved shaved off a couple of weeks. Uh, um, and again, look, Leon King. 
let's, let's, let's not forget, boy, goes in the Champions League last season, yeah. is involved in every single match at 18 years of age. Probably hurt him at the time because he wasn't ready. Yeah. But I'm really interested to, to see what, um, you know, what he's learned from that experience and how he can progress. So hopefully, like I said, five or six weeks and Leon King will, will be back in the fold. Is he going to get the game time this season at Rangers? I don't think so. Mm. So therefore, you know, probably a loan deal for, for Leon King is probably the sensible move, I think, for both parties to continue his development. Two quick ones then. Celtic, two signings, maybe three at the moment. Yeah. Five if you count the two new South Koreans probably probably coming in. Yeah. How many more do you think? Is, is it around five? Is it three? Is it? I know it's difficult to say. Well, I think you look yeah. at, I think they need another striker. Yeah. Another goalkeeper? I would definitely bring in another yeah. goalkeeper. Yeah. Um, and I would say like a one and a half. Sure. Normal Holding, number two, one yeah. and a half. Sure, yeah. Um, Holding midfielder. Alongside not so Alan much, McGregor, yeah, no, not so much holding okay. because you've got you've got Hatati. Okay. Um, I mean, I know O'Reilly plays a little bit high. I, I, I don't, I'm not in the middle of the park. That that holding area, not overly concerned. Fullback area, left side, have cover wise. Yep. For uh, Taylor, um, Burnaby, the, Burnaby. But, you know the jury's out on Burnaby, but young player, yeah, you know, his first seasons. Um, centre half definitely. Yeah. So you're mm. right, four or five. Four or five positions, I think. And Celtic will be looking to bring four or five because on the back of success, Paul, you've got to strengthen. And what's the word on Ange Postacoglu in the final 20 seconds of the programme? Uh, yeah, they still they still love him yeah. in Australia, yeah. uh, although now uh, it's with a it's with a different club. Um, he'll be enjoying his time in Australia. He's got a big challenge at Spurs. Mm. Success for, for him, I think, at that football club, top six finish. Uh, no easy uh, achievement that. Is he going to do it? Because okay. you said you did say when he came in yeah. and nobody knew and he yeah. needed twelve players. You said he's going to. You said if he's not going to win it this season and he might, because yeah. uh, you thought it would be Rangers, yeah. they'd won by twenty five points. You said but he's not going to be far away. Yeah. So what do you think in England? I think he can finish in the top six. Yeah, I, I, I do. I, as, as long as he gets the buy in, um, then the the type of football that he will play with the the players that he he's able to to access and and already has. I think a top six finish would be on the cards for Spurs and I think it would be a hugely successful season for him. Thank you, Craig. That's flown in. Stephen McGinn will be here tomorrow night. Look forward to that. Hasta la vista. You're off to Madrid. Madrid. Oh, it's a brilliant city, isn't it? Well, I been don't lucky know. Enough. I've we, never we, been. We, have you never been? been? Oh, no. You've got to go to the Bernabeu. I know there's been so much yeah, work yeah. done in it, but yeah. uh, enjoy. Brilliant. Thanks so much. The news is next and then Jokal Day. The Go Radio Football Show. Subscribe to the Go Radio YouTube channel for our latest videos. Let's go!